I'm Brad. I'm Justin. I'm not the Cinemaiden. <laughs> We're just three friends scattered all around the world to chat movies. We are the Cinema Guys. Welcome to the show. Hey, welcome into another episode of The Cinema Guys. If this is your first time in, we love having you here. And if you're returning, we love having you back. This week, we are doing Bad Boys for Life. The Cinemaiden is on one of her trips this week. I don't know. She There were multiple that she was taking, but we brought in a guest. I'm really excited to have him in. Colby Mack is here with us. Who's like famous. Colby, do you have your own IMDB page? I do. Yes, that's <laughs> awesome. You're like the first guest ever. That's the best. Yo, 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 what up? It is your boy, Colby Mack. And I'm a cinema guy. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna brand yeah. myself a cinema guy for this evening. That's yes. the best, man. You are our most famous and prestigious. Guest ever. (laughs) And we have talked to directors. Thank you for for coming on with us, Colby. This is this is awesome. I'm excited for this. Nah, this is this is super dope. What is um your experience with you and obviously you've seen Bad Boys One and Two. Were you a fan of Bad Boys One and Two? I don't think you could be black and not be a fan. (laughs) Hold on, so hold on, I actually I don't know how old are you? I am thirty three years old. Okay, so I'm 40 so so how old were you in 95 i was nine nine so did you actually see it when you were nine i did because of course as inappropriate as it was you just take your kids to get out the house and pretty much you take them to the movie theater you give them a foil full of chicken a juice box you just say be quiet for two hours <laughs> yes as um, i grew up with a foil full of chicken and juice box at the movie theater i'm telling you that's definitely when grandma took you there she's like listen i'm not buying no popcorn you're gonna take this drumstick you're gonna take this little 25 cent <laughs> juice box <laughs> and you're gonna be happy <laughs> In 95, though, I was driving and dating, and in 95, I remember I could take a girl to the movies and take her to Taco Bell for $20, oh. less than $20. That was a good time you, for you movies. You had to budget it out. Oh, man. I remember, I, just remember, um, I just remember having a $20 bill and being like, oh, we can go to the movies and get Taco Bell. I used to live <laughs> in the best part, so I grew up in Miami, Florida, in Dade County, 305, to the day I die. And... There used to be like an, an an AMC movie theater, and we had a Taco Bell, we had a McDonald's. Do you remember when McDonald's on like Wednesdays it was like thirty nine cent cheeseburgers, yes. and then and like yes, there was I another do. day it was like like four nine <laughs> like or like it was either thirty nine cent hamburgers like four nine cent cheeseburgers. Yeah, and like my yeah. mom was like, you know what day it is? I'm like, oh yeah, she gave me a ten dollar <laughs> yeah. bill, and we ate like kings. And that, back then, that's when eating McDonald's you didn't feel shameful about it. Yeah, <laughs> no, no one was no, ashamed no, back not, then. Not, not like today. It was like a family treat. It was. Oh. It's like you oh, get a happy meal tonight. Yeah, we're gonna oh, really? oh, we're gonna go out to dinner. Yeah, where to? McDonald's. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it was like here. Here's how it was in my church. Uh, in my house, it was normal McDonald's. If it was Sunday, it was Golden Corral. Oh. And if it was like dad got a pay raise or something great happened in the family, it was Red Lobster. Oh, man. <laughs> so same, was, same Red Lobster me. was as high as we ever went. Yep. And then, Hol- holidays and like big deals, it was Red Lobster. We're going to Red yeah. Lobster. And, we're like, and it yes. was like, what? Oh, That's amazing. Only thing I wanted, I wanted either Sizzlers or Bennigan's. Because they had Ooh. that big old salad Which I feel bar. like Sizzlers and Bennigan's and Golden Corral, it's yeah. all the same. <laughs> 
But that was Sunday Eden. We could yeah. do that on Sundays after church. We could go to Golden Corral. Oh man! As long as we beat the Baptist to the to the buffet, that was it. <laughs> Those are the days. And, and then we yes. go see Bad Boys. Yeah, and then we go see Bad Boys. <laughs> so, no, but like they're, they're they, so in Bad Boys, they became like superheroes to me, at least. You know, mm, because that's good. You saw will smith and martin lawrence everywhere like this was like their their apex of like their of, of them being 90s movie stars before both of them really took off and right it, this was pre uh men in black right pre men yeah. in black pre independence um, day yeah this was right after day. right after fresh fresh prince and yeah. martin on tv like they were they were comedic because I remember Actors. the thing, people being like, can Will Smith be an actor? He's a rapper. Like, what's the deal? It's interesting how it came about because the film was not meant for them. Like, it wasn't a vehicle to like no. be for them. It had like a lot of production issues. Um, I hear it was supposed to be with John Lovitz and Dana Carvey. Yeah, that, that, was, that was the original cast oh for it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that would have been the worst movie it would, ever. It would have been awful. It would have been Sad Boys or like, <laughs> like some, I mean, oh man. I thought you were going to say, uh, yeah, no, not that. That's the worst. I had no idea. Yeah, no, it, it, I'm, gl- I'm glad it worked out the way that it well, did. And we can talk about it in a second. I'm sure this isn't on Brad's agenda to start talking about the <laughs> movie right. yet. But we I stray. Was, it's what, what I was really curious to see, and I, I, I hope that you can add some stuff to this too later, but I was curious to see in 1995 how they talked about, especially race and some of the other jokes, and then 2020 or 19, I guess, how they're talking about the, I, I was curious to see the progression of comedy and what it meant. And so I, I'm really interested in talking about that when we get there. So that's a little, I guess, a precursor <laughs> a for what we're going to talk you, about. You want uh, me, you want me to give the book report, Justin, for what we're yes, going to do? I, Brad does a little book report and he's going to tell us exactly what we're going to expect later. We're going to do a top this on our top cop duos in film. We're going to talk about bad boys for life and talking about that. You keep, you, you're going to talk about bad boys, bad boys too. We're just we're just talking bad boys, and then at home recommendations. Does that, does that work for you, Justin? Yeah, that that is a pretty good <laughs> book report. Now we all know exactly now what we, we know. can expect. And the more you know, because it's so different than every other episode we <laughs> <I> do. <know. laughs> but some people like to know what what you know the top. This is coming. Maybe they're yes. like, oh, so they're they doing cop duos. I'm definitely sticking around for this. <laughs> yeah. I would really love to hear the folks that like, you know what? Oh, this is not turning out the way that I thought. <laughs> oh, I thought they were going to do a different top this. I'm, I'm uh, done. One of the critics, not, it's not criticism. One of the comments I get more often is when we do our top list, people screaming at the uh, radio being like, no, why aren't you saying this? Why aren't you saying this? Cause, so we'll see. Well, speaking of, why don't we jump into top this? And we usually do it like a round robin style. Like you do one, Brad does one, I do one. That's our blah, favorite. Blah, blah, blah. You know, the Sin Maiden's not as big on that one. But And let's do particular she's order. Not here this week. Let's, yeah, we can do whatever we want. <laughs> yeah. Mom's not watching. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should do our third, second, and top. Cop duos. In starting film. with our least favorites. How about our guest, Colby? Why don't you uh, start us off with your number three cop duo? Yeah, my number three is Riggs and Murtaugh. 
from Lethal Number three Weapon. Number Riggs and Murtaugh. Yeah. You, gotta have, you gotta have those guys on the list. It's, Lethal Weapon 1, 2, 3, and 4. Yo, I... <laughs> so, obviously... The first Lethal Weapon was in '87. I was I was a baby. I was an infant. I wasn't watching that. So I, the first uh, one. How that old I were you in '87? Then you were uh, one, one zero. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was because I would have been eight. Yeah. So like obviously I didn't watch that, but like I knew of it, and even like mm-hmm. as I like progressed, but like the film that I remember was Lethal Weapon Four. So I do kind of feel bad, right? But I remembered enough images from like the other three. I'm like, oh, I know what this is. And I'm sure I've seen them before. But the one where I paid the most attention to was in Lethal Weapon 4. And then I went back and was like, yo, these guys are amazing. I'm too old for this shit. You know, it's just, <laughs> I love it. I, I, I love their energy. I, you know, I love Chris Rock and I, I, I love Joe Pesci. That's, this is the Joe Pesci that I love. I forgot about Joe Pesci being in Whatever it Leo wants, Leo gets. Okay, 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 Leo okay, gets. okay, 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 okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> No, what, uh, did you happen to watch the TV show? I didn't watch the TV, there was a Lethal Weapon TV show I tried the pilot episode and I love anything Wayans. And I love Damon Wayans. But it just didn't oh, have- David went, was he in the original? Didn't someone get replaced? He, so- Riggs got fir- replaced, right? The first right? Riggs got replaced. Nah. Yeah. Matter did for, yo, they kill wait, him and Taylor, do a new one? Or? Was Taylor Kitch, no, Taylor Kitch wasn't Riggs in the show. No, he wasn't. Oh, he no, was, Taylor Kitch already it. made all of his wrong decisions after Friday Night Lights by this point. <laughs> I'm going to go with John Carter and Battleship. That's going to really do it. Because I think he's amazing and he chose he really the is. wrong freaking yeah. movies. Man, yeah, that, that is tough. But I watched the pilot of, of, of this. It didn't have the same... Energy and also like what it was a C- it was a CBS or it was a Fox show I think it was a Fox show it was a Fox I show don't know. and there was just something about the chemistry it. that just felt a little bit off and I wasn't in love with the casting I w- I didn't I didn't like the uh, the Riggs character I was cool with Damon Wayans but there's it's really hard to capture what Danny Glover did as Murtaugh you know and, and I'll say this oh absolutely a lot of projects have a tough time capturing the magic from the 80s and 90s because we as an audience do not give permission. For those yeah. stories to be told in the same way, it's See, I, it feels I was artificial. thinking the same thing about Riggs. I think he Mel Gibson played a good crazy mm-hmm. man. Like he was unstable, right? He's, like, he's, he's still he's still <laughs> he's crazy, still, yes, and unstable, he's still crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but like those types, you can't get that now. Like we no, I, yeah. I, we we matured where it, it's going to take something special. To like let yeah. us give an actor <laughs> that license to do that again. It'd <laughs> be crazy, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that that's a good one. Riggs and Murtaugh. All right, Justin, who's your number three? Uh so my number three, actually, someone on our Facebook actually said it, but I had already had it on my list <laughs> because I love it, is Turner and Hooch. Hey! I know that but I think Hooch was technically a canine, which makes him a official police officer, right? That is true. That is true. Yeah, he has a badge. And so I love Turner and Hooch, man. I thought it was such a good movie, and I, I put it on my list. I thought it was good. I, I actually didn't with think it. of Turner and Hooch until someone on, on Facebook mentioned that. Yeah. No, I went with Turner and Hooch. But as my number three. as my number three. That's your number three. That's, that's fine. That works. My number three... It's going to be uh, Angel and Butterman from Hot Fuzz. Oh, Hot Fuzz. <laughs> nice. I love, love those two. Love them. I love that and, you picked that because of the connection to Bad Boys 2. Oh, yes. Bad Boys 2 yes. and Point Break. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> two classic movies. And it, it, oh, that movie gets me every time. I just laugh so hard. I'm ready for a sequel of Hot Fuzz. Oh, I'm, I'm ready for any movie that those two do together. Yeah. That, oh man, that's good. But that's my number three. That's a good choice. 
All right, Cole, what you got number two? We got Lee and Carter from Rush Hour. Oh, Rush Hour. nice. A good one. Oh, man. Chris Tucker, like this guy, I'm not going to say I feel bad for where he's at now. He made decisions in his life that he's completely like, you know, resident with. But like there's something special. Like one, those those duos that have that like their 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 partnership like spans several movies. They mean just that much more. Right. Was like, there three Rush Hours? Three Rush Hours. Yeah. And three. Rush Hour 4 Jeez. is still in development. You can never go wrong with Jackie Chan. And Jackie Chan plays a really great straight man, right? Um, and, right. and the chemistry between him and Chris Rock in that first film, like I probably, I've watched Rush Hour 1 at least a hundred times. So I agree. Here's my thing. When's the last time you watched the Rush Hour One? Oh, probably like earlier this year. It was on. I think it was on Netflix. Okay, somewhere. me too. So I want. So I, I've been taking my 15 year old. We we go through a journey of film. We've been doing it forever. And I was like, hey, here's one you should watch. It's a different kind of film, uh, you know. And we watched Rush Hour One, and he was not. He was like. This seems a little racist, and I was like, "No, it is it. I don't think so." It's, it's- and he's like, <laughs> "And he's like, well, and the, so this generation of kids is very sensitive. So True. like, we did anything Adam Sandler. They're like inappropriate. That's making fun of people with disabilities. Yeah, they didn't like, uh, uh, especially Waterboy, Waterboy, and like. Ace Ventura. They were both like, this isn't okay. No, no, no." This is not okay. And I was like, no, but back then it didn't. They're like, no, it's not okay. I'm like, all right. <laughs> and then um, there's a few every now and then that does not translate. Like, I uh, can't hardly wait. Do you remember Can't Hardly Wait? That's one of my favorite teen comedies. They were of all like, time. so we watched Can't Hardly Wait right after we watched um, Dazed and Confused. Okay. All the teenagers loved Dazed and Confused. They were like, this really movie is awesome. And then we watched Can't Hardly Wait, and they're like, these are all just stereotypes. And I was like, I mean, especially, yeah. When, uh, yeah, but like, so I guess with them, you can't, there's things you just can't make fun of. And so anything that's slightly racist or slightly homophobic or slightly making fun of something, they're all like, I don't know about that. But like, uh, so anyways, uh, Rush Hour, he was just kind of bored with. And I was like, no, this is really good. It's, this is you know, so it's funny. The, and, the, the, the jokes are so funny. And like, it, oh man, it, it's it's so yeah. rewatchable for me, and 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 I think I it's, agree. it is a film of its time. Like I'll give it that. Oh. And and didn't they didn't rush like didn't Rush Hour also get like a CBS adaptation too? Did it? Oh god! I think I oh think my. they were working on one. I don't know if it was a pilot only and canceled, or if it ever got a season. I don't I don't remember. I know um, it was something that was being worked on. Honorable mention on the back of Rush Hour. Have you ever seen? I can't remember what it is, but it's a cop movie from the 80s with Jay Leno and Pat Moriata, the Mr. Miyagi. Oh, oh yeah. They were, I know exactly uh, they what were you're cop talking buddies, about. like, in the same sort of, like, slightly racist to Asian people. Oh, my God. There thing. was a Rush Hour series. Yes. <laughs> uh, what was, yo, who was, who played who? In 2016, it was on CBS. Uh. Was it like no name people? Yeah, Justin Hires plays James Carter. John Fu plays Jonathan Lee. Yeah, it was no. not good. Didn't, didn't make so it through sad. its first season. All right, are we on my number two? Yeah. All right, Justin, what is your number two? My number two, and I was afraid it was going to get taken because Murtaugh and Riggs was almost on it. Uh, I probably should have done them instead of Turner and Hooch, but... Glad I didn't. Is Tango and Cash. Tango hey. and Cash. Oh, oh, I love Tango. I still, uh, I love Tango and Cash. I, so, so do I. They're, they're also my number two. I yes. have not let my kids watch that yet, but I should. I'm um, trying to I remember if, like, 
I don't think it's it's tough. There's sometimes I don't remember like how hard like one PG-13s were pretty much rated R's back then. Well, there was no PG. Oh, yeah, there yeah, there yeah, was yeah. no PG thirteen rating back then. Well, <laughs> so. from what I understand, it's like severely homophobic. Like, yeah. there's so many jokes about like <laughs> dropping the soap and everything else. It's oh, I mean, now that you say that, I remember the scene because like it was like a slow camera pan and when the soap when they're in the shower and everything. Oh man, there, yeah. there were a lot of. I mean, even Bad Boys, which we'll talk about, but a lot of those old older cop movies when he had two male cops there was a lot of like homophobic jokes well and it's interesting to see like if you follow quote unquote like wokeness like for instance like uh that movie the boy or that show the boys on amazon prime oh yeah which is so good and so you know into what our our world looks like i tried reading the comic book which was made in 2006 or 2008 and what they do in the comic book, I'm like, whoa, 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 that that is actually really wrong. It sounds I bet in two thousand eight it probably was very like, Oh, look how woke we are. <laughs> but in two thousand nineteen, your wokeness is not woke. It's pretty bad. <laughs> so anyway, I thought I thought about that a lot. But you know, it's uh I yeah, Tango and Cash, I, I like them. Is wait, Tango Cash, is that, is that Terry Hatcher in there too? Yeah, she is. Oh yes. yes. And uh, what's his face? Planche, Tango, and Cash. <laughs> <sighs> that guy. Uh, Jack Palance. Yeah. Jack Palance. Yeah. That's it. Oh, they're, yeah. They're, they're, the City Slickers. Yeah. Their, City chemistry, Slickers, yeah. their chemistry was so good. I'm surprised they didn't really do anything else afterwards because, man. I'm pretty sure Kurt Russell is amazing always. And he's ageless. Like Will Smith. Yeah. They don't age. No, no. Well, Tango and Cash, like I said, is also my number two. That's that Dang. was just the movie I had to put. I watched that movie. I think I wore out the VHS tape we had because I just watched it a lot. And I love Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell's my fa- one of my favorite actors. So, nah, it was so. Good. It is good to see Sylvester Stallone like playing against type a little bit too. Like at that yeah. time, yeah. Oh, yeah. like because before well, then he was he was you know yeah. Rocky Rambo Cobra. Well, I want to say that yeah. hit a time where he started that. Like, uh, didn't didn't he do Junior? At that time, no, was like, he did uh, Throw Mama from the Train. No, yeah. no, no. There was one where Stallone was like, Junior was uh, Schwarzenegger pregnant, Correct. right? Yes. There was one where Stallone was like something in a, I don't know, or business no, world. Stop, stop or my mom will shoot. Stop, or my, stop will or, shoot. or my mom will shoot. Yeah. Oh. Talk about movies that make fun of people with disabilities. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, the lady from Goonies. She was in Goonies. It's definitely too. a different time. Oh man! Yep. So we're now we're down to our number ones. What do you got, Colby? Your number it, one? Oh, it has to be Mike Lowry and Marcus Burnett. Mike Lowry. Yeah, like man, these 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 guys. And rewatching number one too, I, with that whole Mike Lowry and the mistaken identity, I was like, all the, this whole thing could have been avoided with just a couple honest phrases of conversation hey look yeah, i'm not him <laughs> i'm pretending to be him blah, blah, blah. now that you know like but they never do i'm nah. like and all you have to do is tell the truth right now and it's good and tia leone was like so naive to like kind of believe it she's yeah. like why do you have so many pictures of this oh you know he's he's like my uh 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 yeah that's mike that's my <laughs> yes it is very much homophobic i thought you guys were gay <laughs> You know, I, I love that the original bad boys i love it so much 
Like when, it, I, when it came out, I didn't it, know it was Michael Bay's like first thing. I was, it was like, wow, his first film. That's nuts. He, mm, we'll talk about Michael Bay later. <laughs> <laughs> but when I when I first saw that one in the theater, I, I saw that one three times in the theater, and I I mean I was a sophomore in college, so man. I, I was like, I love this, like the humor, the action, yeah. the, everything in it. My theory is all teenagers should love Michael Bay, but then once you graduate out of teenage, you should stop liking Michael Bay. <laughs> so That's my theory, I'm still a teenager, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll, we'll talk about Six Underground a little bit. <laughs> Which I actually liked, but... Oh, yeah, I mean, you can't beat the first 20 minutes of that film. Oh, yeah. it, it, it is... It is as Michael Bay as it gets. Everything else afterwards. Oh, absolutely is. <laughs> I was also like post-surgery pain medication watching Six Underground. Being like, this movie's great. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Mike and Marcus, that, that, that's my number one with a bullet. Oh, that's good. I mean, that's a good one. All right, Justin. Who you got number one? So I had to go with one of my all-time favorite movies. I you actually it, slightly mentioned it earlier. Johnny Utah yeah. and Pappas. I knew it. As soon as I put this out, I was like, I already know what Justin's going with. Uh, Keanu Reeves. <laughs> man, I uh, Point Break's one of my all-time favorite movies in the world. And so I love Johnny Utah. And I like his, you know, quarterback punk-ishness. And then Pappas is a great uh, anti-him, which I like. So That's I like so, those two. That's real good. Well, my, my number one was also going to be Mike Lowry and Marcus Burnett, just because I love Bad Boys so much. But I'm going to put on also Mills and Somerset from Seven. Oh, a, wow. a serious cop. Like, okay. Because that movie, that movie is so good. Oh, and, their dynamic is great. Oh, I know. It, it yeah. was. Morgan Freeman nails the, like, I'm the older cop. I've oh, yeah. been around. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not that Morgan Freeman doesn't ever nail everything he does, <laughs> but he nailed it. <laughs> I miss it. I I I wish I I don't know. Kind of like spinning off from where we were earlier. I don't know if the buddy cop films can play. Definitely not how they used to. And, and but I, I think mm. it's hard to kind of have a romantic romanticization of the buddy cop mm. only because policing is such a prevalent problem right now in our country. Right. It's hard to right, get over right. it. Right. It it, it so it, it's man. It's gonna be tough. Like right, well, you don't really glorify cops anymore. You either, don't, right? I mean, yeah. think about it. Remember when we used to have like um, well, career days at school? I don't even know if they still do yeah. career days anymore, right? Yeah, like it's like okay, th- when you pictured it, there'd be a cop in the classroom, there'd be a lawyer, a firefighter, and a doctor. Yeah, yeah. That, that, I, those are the three I actually like, picked. <laughs> that's what you just think in your head, and I don't think anymore. Yeah. Like you, you, you just you don't have that affinity for cops, and it sucks that it's like that. But then I also I understand why we didn't have. You know these little computers in our pockets to be able to see what goes on, right? <laughs> you know, so yeah. it's like, oh, you're a cop. Ugh. What, what, what a wrong <laughs> life choice did you make to be a cop? Yeah, and it shouldn't like, be. Oh, that way. did everything else fail? <laughs> yeah, it's okay, great. <laughs> and, 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 and it's not like being a cop is bad. It's no. just the the perception in the world has, has yes changed. We're right. we're so much more cynical now. <laughs> oh yeah. Some other ones that we because uh, we put this question out there, a few people. Like uh, Schmidt and Jenko from Twenty One Jump Street, okay, which was a good movie. Yeah, uh, someone said J and K from MIB, but they're like, I'm not sure if this is cops. And I'm like, well, they uh, are law enforcement. They are. 
Yeah, I thought about it too, and that's where I think again they're lose. They I think they've tried and they failed at that buddy cop thing again. We just don't care. Like that dynamic, you have to be really good. Why are there no female buddy cops? Oh, there, there were a few. Like uh, Melissa McCarthy was it the one with? Uh, oh, with, yeah. Um, but the second you throw Melissa McCarthy heat. in it, we <laughs> all know it's heat. a big joke. <laughs> it's not yeah. funny, right? It's not real. I get. I think in Brooklyn Nine Nine, they they try to do a lot of strong female roles. Yeah. In. But yeah, but you're right. And like the, the rookie does the same thing. I think most of the training officers and the rookie are all females. Do you have any cop duos that maybe we missed? You can head over to wearethecinemaguys.com and you can hit us up on social media. You can email us. You can call us because we never get a call. (laughs) Let us know some of yours. Could you imagine right now pitching a cop show or movie? You have to make sure all all races are shown. Uh, You have to make sure sexuality is shown. You have to make sure... Your passionate towards all life is shown. Like it would be so hard. Oh, it'd be extremely because hard. Because anytime you pick anything, oh, well, uh, for even Nathan Fillion, well, this is an older white male. Oh, why did we pick older white male? Let's make sure on this side we have gay uh, African American, uh, you know, young guy, and they do, and like oh, an Asian, um, really tough Asian female lead over here. Like you just. You know, I, I I would imagine it would be very very tough to it's like a lose, try lose. to a, a, yeah. It's it's definitely hard to do so because they are featuring an older white male as a cop, so they have to counterbalance it with everything else. Everything right? else, so yeah. so the social media and everything else doesn't just come at them about one yeah. this one thing. All right, we're we ready to uh, move over to Bad Boys for Life. I'm done, Mike. I'm retiring. Uh Uh-oh, here we go again. You want your legacy to be muscle shirts and body counts? Look at this mess, it's carnage! I didn't do all this. You didn't shoot anybody? Well, come on, Captain, you know I shot some people. Yeah. In these streets, I never trusted anybody but me. I'm asking you, man. Bad boys. One last time. One last time. This is the the third movie in the series, which started in 1995. I can't believe the first movie came out in 1995. 1995. So it is literally been, and I one of my big questions going in is, is like, has it literally been 25 years in the show? And the, and it was, except for there was a weird date break. Did you guys catch the date yeah, break? Yeah, they. I don't know why they did that because in the very first scene, and they're in this bar, they say we've been cops for 25 years. And then his flashback, he says, 1996, before we were together. But we're like, no, 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 you were already together 24 years ago. Correct. Yeah, so yeah. there, there was a I don't a know flub. why that, that's in there. It, it bugged me the entire time. Yeah, there's, so, there's a little flub. Because they were, they were partners for six years when we met them in 95. Yeah. And he said before we were partners, that's when he shacked up with the girl to yeah. have the... Spoiler alert, so, son. So, <laughs> Sorry. Before we, we jump into our ruinsies, Justin, <laughs> let's do our... Uh, our ratings for the movie, and then we will, we'll, we'll, we'll move into the ruinsies after right. that. You can just give a quick thought and your star rating. We do out of five. I know, Colby, you can do your rating. I know you do ratings out of ten, so you can. Ooh, let's hear it out of ten. I'm excited. I mean, I, I, 
I can, I can play by y'all's rules. That's fine. <laughs> okay. I mean, I've, I've gone back and forth. Ten with a star is so rating. much. You get so much grace in ten. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There's something about the star rating that I don't know. I don't know why. It should just be easily divisible. But no, like legit, I was worried about this film. Like I was mm. like, oh, this is going to be that long overdue sequel that's just a cash grab. We're going to have like a really just, you know like nothing matters plot um the action's not gonna be great because these guys are old and like oh, why are we doing this don't ruin what i've had it's been 17 years and i was shocked like i was surprised how much like the film just won me over in like the first five minutes of it like i was just <gasps> this it, it, it ended up being greater than what i thought it could be um somehow like a lot more poignant than what i ever gave it credit for i think the screenplay is probably the strongest out of the entire trilogy and all the magic all the chemistry that you remember from 95 and 2003 they have it but now they have like all this wisdom and the wisdom in their comedy and their timing and these directors were able to make it all just work and i think it sets up a lot for more stories to tell but by also kind of putting a little bow on who we spent with over the past 25 years. And I rate this on the Kobe told me scale an eight out of 10, which would be four stars. Nice. Nice. So I went in with very low expectations. So right before I watched one and I'd seen one and two a long time ago. So I watched one and two and I was like, I love, I love, love, love Will Smith. I love, and I love Martin Lawrence. I liked both of the, I loved one. I thought two, uh, rewatching two, I was like, oh gosh, this is really boring. So I went in with like whatever and I loved it. I cried, which is a big deal for me. I like to cry in movies and I, it made me cry. It made me tear up even in the beginning, just seeing them. And I felt like I loved this new director. I loved the story. I loved what they did with the whole, I mean, the whole dynamic. I just loved it all to where I was, I laughed, I cried, and I just was entertained. And so I gave it a four and a half out of five because I, I loved it. I thought it was hey. one of, I, I thought it was one of my most favorite movie experiences I've had in a long time. Actually, awesome. I loved it. You, you got to see it before me, Justin, and I know you came out and you were, you were raving about it. And and I went to see it like the same day I saw it. I watched Bad Boys One and Two that day. Saw Bad Boys for Life that night, and I absolutely love love the first one. The first one is hands down one of my favorite like cop movies, action movies, anything. And rewatching it, it just just made me feel that again. And the second one. Not quite as good as I remembered it. Been quite a few years, but it was still entertaining. The car chase scenes were like 50 minutes long, and the <laughs> yeah. gunshot scenes were like, I was like, I was so, I, that's why I liked it as a team. I think, you know, where was, so Bad Boys 2 came out like four years after The Matrix, and I think four years after The Matrix, I was so tired of seeing gunshot scenes and mm. long car chase scenes. I was Small like, bullets. you know what? And so I just, I, I'm I'm bored with that. So if you can do a car chase scene and I'm still interested, which they did in the new movie, and you can do a fight scene and I'm still interested, which they did in the new movie, then I think you did something really cool. And and like you, Colby, I was I was worried going in. I mean, it's been 17 years. This movie's been on again, off again. Directors, directors out. And I'm so glad Michael Bay thought didn't this do was it. ever going to get made, <laughs> and we just kind of blew it off. And then yeah. finally, we got it. So I think my expectations were a little little high going, oh, my God, Bad Boys is back. They're back. They, we're doing this. Like, I still, I really liked the movie. I gave it a three and a half. It was a solid movie, but it didn't quite hit the peak of the first one for me, but it, 
I still had fun and I still enjoyed it. And I love, you know, these directors and everything else. Hey, I respect that. Well, and the first thing that I realized that I loved was that they, you know, so I, I went in knowing like, man, Will Smith still looks good. And I don't know what they've done with Martin Lawrence, so I gotta see. (laughs) And I like that the movie acknowledges that. Like, they never suppose that Martin Lawrence is some badass guy. They're like, he's aged, just like we all have. For some reason, Will Smith, who kept a character of, like, trust fun, I don't, you know, I don't need, I'm a cop because I love the thrill, whereas Martin Lawrence always had a family, always had a wife, always had other concerns. So I love that they kept true to that. That's exactly how those two characters would have aged. And that's what you're supposed to do. They nailed it. You got to lean into it. And I think that this story, and Joe Carnahan was supposed to direct it. And for whatever reason, he wasn't able to do it, but they still kept the bones of his story. And I think that was really smart Um, because obviously, I mean, Will Smith, it's up to him whether or not this film's going to get made, right? Um, I love his new renewed sense of self that he's found in the past three years because I don't think that the the old Will Smith would have revisited this role. Um, Mm. He was very calculated in everything that he did in Hollywood and his, his new renewed kind of spirit just allowed him to have fun. And this was looser. Like, this was still a little bit different than the Mike Lowry that we saw in right. Bad well, Boys we saw, 1 and yeah. 2. You know? So, uh, it's it's natural that there should be some type of progression in these past 17 years. But they don't try to cheap it out and make it seem as if, like, you know, they're, they're younger or anything like that. Like, no. Like, you know, I was a little skeptical what the first trailer showed me for Martin Lawrence. He hasn't yeah. been out the game but he hasn't been like in our consciousness right. for a while, it's right? It's been a while, dude. Does he have like a something going a on jowl with his issue? cheek? <laughs> a, a goiter? I was like, it looks weird. I will say it was definitely very pronounced. I, just, you know, he's right. just he's he's a little bit fuller in the face. Little, you know what I'm saying? Well, and, my thing, yeah. I was thinking after the Camille Nanjiani release, I was like, well, they probably could have done something with Martin Lawrence too, right? Uh, <laughs> and you would think, like, yeah, you know, you're prepared for, you know, you got a new movie coming up. Maybe you should like hit the gym a little bit, you know. But 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 also it works. He's he's but pop, it worked pop now. perfect. Right. He is. Pop, he was. Pop. He's pop pop, and he wanted to sit in the recliner and hang out. Like he didn't need. He yeah. wanted to hold the babies and just needs to see know. the baby, the baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I saw it on a. We got sneak previews, um, and I would probably say ninety percent of the audience was African American that night. And I actually liked because they laugh. There was there was jokes made that I didn't. I would not have laughed at. Mm-hmm. Like for instance, the cocoa butter. Yeah. Uh, die for the beard. Uh-huh. Like, both times, I mean, huge audience reaction where I was like, huh, I'm missing out on something here. I don't know <laughs> this, I don't know this shade of, of die. Like, um, there was quite a few things and like, and that audience loved Martin Lawrence. Yeah. Like, there was a, you could tell there was an emotional reaction towards Martin Lawrence more than Will Smith mm-hmm. because they loved his persona. We got him back. I, I think there yeah, were, he's been uh, out for a while. He has, and, and he's had some personal issues too. So it was. It felt like, man, we got back this icon Ooh, that that's you know that we didn't think was gone forever, but just like gone from ever being how we used to know him. And the fact that he was able to tap into something and the cinematography and the editing of this film really helped out. Like, there's things for me as a screenwriter. 
I can tell, just even without reading the screenplay, I can see it on screen how they left moments for these actors to play. And mm. I will say that does lend to the film being maybe a, a tad longer than what it needs to be. It's not a tight film, right? There's some mm. like the pacing, especially in the second act. I want to say it's wonky. It just it leaves room. Um, right. I think this yeah. film is doing a good job at balancing the action, the comedy and the heart. This is I so totally much heart-filled totally than what I gave it credit ever for to be. And after so many years, these these two actors, Will Smith and Martin Lawrence, like their chemistry was still there. Like yeah. it was spot on like where we oh, left yeah. them back in 2003. Like oh, Because yeah. as I've gotten older, I don't want to see more car chase scenes and gunfight scenes. I want to see more story. Like I want to see more character development and I, but I want to see I like action too. So yeah. like the action added with his with this new with his uh, son was great. I was and I didn't I didn't see it coming. I mean, towards the end, you kind of are guessing. I'll clap but I didn't up. see that coming. I'll clap it up for them. Uh, the trailer yeah. did not reveal like any like that. That's something that a bad studio that was yeah. handling this would just throw away. Oh, he's got this. But like, yeah, you didn't see it coming. They were selling you on Will Smith and Martin Lawrence, and yeah. it was. It was really great to get that surprise. I, I, you want, you probably didn't even need it. I think that we had so much stuff. It came out of nowhere. Now I will oh. say, I'm glad that I'm, I'm glad how they did it because we ended up getting a backstory to Mike and understanding what made Mike into yeah. Mike. You know, that was um, cool. My my old crap moment was when the uh, the chief got shot. Oh, I yes, I like. I, you kind of felt something. I, I, as soon as that scene was happening, I was like, "Oh, well, I bet he's the next to get targeted." But then he suddenly gets shot, and I go, "Oh shit!" Yeah, the way like, it was I did blocked, not- it was blocked. Where you like something feels off right now. And, and then I, it just happens, and I go, I jumped up on my yeah, chair. I, I yeah, jumped, yeah, yeah. I covered my I mouth, an and I'm like, like oh, my oh, God. Oh, oh, yeah, that one I didn't see coming. Yeah. I felt that Mike Lowry getting shot kind of didn't have the emotion that they wanted it to have. Yeah. Because oh, of the trailer. I, I got emotional do. with it. Because I had just watched the one and two, so I got real emotional okay. with it. <laughs> I knew he wasn't going to die, clearly. I think if it wasn't slow mo, it would have hit me more. Like if it was just okay. like the, you know like if it just came out and go pop pop and like it, like yeah. if it was as abrupt as what happened to Joey Pants, then yeah. I pr- I would have felt it more. The whole time I'm like, dude, you're sniping everyone from miles away, and you decide <laughs> to get this guy point blank. Yeah, kind of. Why wouldn't there? you just do the snipe thing? That makes a lot more sense all around. But whatever, I get it. I get yeah. it. Uh, but then, like, you're I, really good at this snipe thing just do that the whole time I, never go up close and I, I will say I was as it started I was kind of concerned at first about this you know the the old cops and the new flashy young team thing yeah like I'm like ooh I, I hope they they don't screw this up but they they did it very well especially when um, Mike Lowry and uh, the one they kind of had this this thing going on like oh, like a competition I to, almost I wanted him to pop that guy a little bit more than he did <laughs> I still wanted one little like I'm gonna yeah. put you on your ass thing it's, but he, that never came it's definitely ballsy for a trilogy that's this far overdue to try to add so many new characters because usually that can yeah. take away and undercut the relevance of like the plot but that ended up really working and i don't know whether if we were in our nostalgia feels or if just if it was if it was will smith and martin lawrence like you know movie stardom coming back that like it just kind of clouded us from like really looking at it but like it ended up working because i had the same thing man i was like oh we're gonna get the young cops and in the trailer like 
they did the trailer thing like and they're doing the bad boys that and I'm yeah, like, oh yeah. my gosh, this is gonna be it, so cheesy. And you're like, this is gonna be long. Hopefully they do it well. Yeah, and, and honestly it did. It did. You know, they yeah. have the, the the big action the I think it's the first scene with Will Smith and them, and then you know, he does the kick out sideways slow motion uh-huh. shooting, and I'm like, oh, this is the, this is what we want. This yes. is it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's great well, because it, that intergenerational conflict works out well. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. And, and you're the, right. the it, leader, the leader of the ammo team, whew. she's hot. Yeah, she's. Well, I like to call her Latina, Latina Kobe Smolders. <laughs> Latina Kobe like Smolders is like a that. fantastic description. <laughs> you, I would not have thought that, but now that you said it, that actually makes one hundred percent. And I, she's a completely new character, but yes. you believe all of the history that she had with Mike. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, one little discrepancy I thought the whole time: they always play Will Smith as trust fund baby. And Martin Lawrence is barely getting by. But I will say in all three of the movies, Martin Lawrence seems like he's living he's, all right. I think he's pretty all right. Like yeah. That, I'm I, trying I to get that you have an above ground pool, is but his, in a huge ass yard on the water. Yeah, in is a this nice house, house on Star Island? Because I'm like, yes. that looks like the view of Star I've, The I've, whole time I'm like, <laughs> dude, you're living good. Like every. <laughs> I get that. I don't know why you're buying the above ground pool because you seem to be able to afford the in ground. Maybe yeah. you can't because you're so close to the water line. That's probably why. But he's, like, he's got it. He's definitely got it. And Mike's pad. I mean, that trust fund went a long oh, way. Yeah. That, yeah. That, oh yeah, certainly that, that thing sick. is like ridiculous. But I was the whole time. I was like, you still seem to be living all right. You know, it's not like I loved the son as the villain too. Like he was a good villain before we even knew he was a son. Like, oh, this guy. And when they did the visor shot, I guess they were trying to maybe show a similarity between their yeah. brow lines. And I still but didn't even get it I didn't then. get it. Nope. But I was like, oh, yeah, they're looking eye to eye. They're, he's met his match. I liked him as a villain. I thought he was really scary and fun. And, like, you were, I was like, how? It actually reminds you when you guys said, um, thinking of uh, Lethal Weapon 4, when they introduced Jet Li. Yes. Mm-hmm. The whole time you're yeah. like, what can... Riggs and Murtaugh due to this badass like guy. That's how I felt about this. I was like, what can these oh, guys yeah, do? There's with this so dude? many. I think there's so many kind of like little homages to some really great action movie moments. Like there's homages to Fast and Furious. I'll I'll see where you're at with uh with Lethal Weapon Four. If we fast forward to the end of Bad Boys for Life, and it's the big showdown between Armando, the son, and then Mike and Marcus, and in Lethal Weapon 4, where they take down Jet Li, they're underneath the bridge, and it's raining. This one, they're in this burning down hotel. It's <sighs> raining, and they, it, yeah, it's oh, raining. Man, really cool. that's good. That. Yeah. That's good. And I, I tell you what, as cheesy as it sort of was, I love the throwback to... I'm penetrating his heart with my soul. Like I thought (laughs) the, I didn't see the line coming. They totally built it up. Mm -hmm. And I love a throwback that you don't see coming. I love foreshadowing that you did. Like, so that was a foreshadowing moment. And I, and I love it when you don't see it. I was like, man, he said it and it worked. And it was earned. The whole scene worked. It really, it Uh, really was earned because of that emotional breakdown that Mike goes through outside of the ammo, uh, like headquarters. Right. Right. Um, which I thought was like really tender because granted we don't see much of like character development in the first two acts of the film until that point. I mean, Mike 
has like literally seen his life flash before his, his eyes and has to come to grips that somebody's out to kill him. And that should change most people right then and there. But yeah. he's still stuck in his old ways. But then getting to this point of being so close and then being reminded of something in your past is kind of now he knows, oh, my God, you know, hasta la fuego, which means nothing. I thought that was great. Yeah. They actually let it mean nothing. And that then him good. thinking and then like now he's piecing together. This kid looks like me. This kid is the up version of me. And it's all coming back. Without having that and with the decision he has to end up making, then him saying, I'm going to penetrate your you know, your, your soul, my heart, it wouldn't have made sense. And honestly, the first time that we hear it from Martin Lawrence, it shouldn't make sense because that was the line that you remember from the trailer. And usually right. those trailer tricks don't work. And everything that we've seen in the trailer, for some reason, it just – it worked. I didn't feel like it's like, oh, well, that wasn't as funny as I thought it was going to be. It ended up being funnier. And there was a good progression from Wusa from oh, yes. episode oh, two, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. My, I think my my favorite uh, nostalgic joke is bringing back Reggie after they gave him such oh, a hard yes. time and Bad Boys and that's Two. That dude, real for real, right? That's yes, that, that, that's that same real actor. kid age. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I clearly knew it was because he looks the same, just older. But I was hey, that, black don't crack, funny. baby. <laughs> yeah, it was so. As, as he walked down, I was like, yes, I, they brought Reggie back to have that happen, like. For those that may have still like been like, ah, oh, I don't know what I'm going to get with this movie. Even if you didn't watch Bad Boys 2, that scene in Bad Boys 2 is like it's it's a pop culture reference. You know, yeah. like it's it's it, it still shows up the memes this day. And the fact that you can be able to mimic that and get all like, oh, my God, like, yo, it's Reggie. And like <laughs> you flip out and it's only been the first eight minutes of the film. Yeah. You yeah. know, you're like, oh, great. Like now I'm invested I'm give, I've given you permission to just keep bringing it back. And they, and they take these little moments to like, you know, have all these little other cool references in this movie. This movie's just fun. You know, I, I think as much as I love the Fast and Furious films, they take themselves too seriously where it seems too bananas to really buy it. This, it's not that it doesn't take itself seriously. It just seems so organic for the world that they built yeah 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 i agree i like, totally agree it, it, they go over the top but it's in a, a more of a grounded world than what fast and the furious is yeah yeah i have one more question um in the beginning you said for when you were younger this was like superheroes right this mm-hmm. was and then 95 that's an interesting statement because there wasn't a lot of superhero films what we had a couple of batmans a couple of old supermans Blade wasn't even out. I had Spawn. Uh, X Men wasn't even was out. My, Spawn was my. Spawn. He was, he was oh, also my black geez. superhero. <laughs> yeah, like right. So there's not a lot. Do you think this movie would be the same for a seven year old boy your age, like now? Like, do you think, or has superhero become something, or even African Americans on film become something different? Like, what do you think? Yes or no? Unfortunately, well, this movie no. for our age or, or the younger kids, I guess. This movie is for our age. Um, yeah. It's a throwback. So this this does yeah. remind you. Because I'll tell you this. If there was no Bad Boys 1 and Bad Boys 2, this movie would not be as effective as it is. I um, that. We've given it permission to do yeah. certain things. Like one of my favorite films of 2019 that everybody seems to hate. Is Shaft. I didn't see it. The new one, right? With his son. I've actually been looking for uh, Instagram or uh, sorry, Redbox and all the other Uh crap to try to find it. I can't find it. It's hilarious, but it's super insensitive. And now, is it a throwback to uh, Samuel Jackson's Shaft? Yes. 
or or, or the old chap uh, it's, it's, show. It does. It incorporates both. It does both. Um, okay, in, into gotcha. it because Richard Roundtree's in it. But mm. the jokes in particular are very much penchant of, you know, sexist, you know, uh, misogynist, you know, homophobic. Right. And for a lot of folks that have gone past allowing that type of comedy to like, you know, to really be enjoyable. The thing is, I'm great at compartmentalizing. So like, I can right. still enjoy it while saying, oh, well, I'll let this do it, but it's, it's, it, I've given it permission to. I'm right, a really big right, proponent right, right. of permission That's in good. regards to an audience. So unfortunately, back in the day, um, and I was talking about this um, on the uh, uh, Real Spoilers uh, podcast, and cops, those were our action superheroes back in the mm-hmm. 80s and 90s. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where yeah. now we actually have superheroes that have taken their place right. because we have the technology and the resources to do it. So a seven-year-old right. is not going to be able to gravitate to Mike and Marcus because they don't wear capes or tights or dress in loud colors. Well, right. Mike does dress they're- in loud colors, but... Right. <laughs> but they're not like going beyond and, uh, above and beyond yeah. what we know. Like, I, Actually, your whole story reminds me of uh, Dolomite the last scene of Dolomite where he goes out into the crowd and there's the boy mm-hmm. who, and you're thinking from a 2020 perspective, like, well, that's a, such a young kid to be in such a <laughs> not, you know, uh, you know nudity. And, and you know, why, why would that get, but you're, it means something bigger than what was going on at the moment. Uh, you know, that's, and then back then those kind of movies, it was the kung fu star, the yeah. guy who the cop who oh, could. I grew beat up, up on the those bad martial guys. arts films. Yeah. Like I remember, yeah. like you know, one of my favorite, you know, uh, martial arts films is The Last Dragon, and that was a oh. that was a Barry Gordy. Oh, that was with um uh, Ty Ty Mock. You know, that was in. I, I love it so much, and mm. I watch it every year. And the reason why I'm young and I, if I'm five or six, seven years old, I shouldn't watch that stuff. But there wasn't a lot of content for that to watch films where people who look like me were on screen. So I had right, to take yeah. it in any which way that I can. I mean, one of my earliest memories of a film was about cowboys and there are black cowboys. Remember the movie Posse? I love that movie. That movie yeah. is good. That is not for kids. No, <laughs> not at all. But I, I, that is the earliest film that I ever remember watching. That was with what, uh, Mar- Mario Van Peebles? Mario Van Peebles. Yes, Mario Van like, Peebles. And there's some uh, really- Stephen Baldwin. Yeah. Why, I, w- I remember watching Blazing Saddles when I was six years old. I should have well, watched that It worked that in stuff. Blazing Saddles. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it, it's the times are very much different because um, things with, have changed, you know? That that's exactly why you need to watch the Watchmen because they deal with all like there's actually a scene where as a little girl she has a a, video, a VHS tape she wants to rent and uh, if you listen to the podcast the director was so careful with the little she's an African American woman a girl as a little girl and instead of saying she looks like me or no instead of saying I look like her she says she looks like me like this idea of like here's a woman on screen who's black and there's no one else. Like, like it, it means mm-hmm. something like you got to watch the Watchmen. It's, it's, yeah. no, it's I, so I good. It's, it. it's the best thing. But no, that's that, that may, I, I'm interested in thinking about it all the time because I, I have obviously three white boys and I like to ask them all the time. What do you think about this? What, what that's on screen? What does that mean? And, and they like to talk about it. Um, we're going through Westerns right now. We've gone through about 10 different Westerns. And they're really interested in how they portray Native Americans, mm-hmm. how they portray African Americans, how yeah. they portray 
uh, women. <laughs> you know, women. Yeah. Yes, it's all, and they're all the same. Yeah. Uh, except for we watch uh, uh, the newest installment of uh, Magnificent Seven with Denzel Washington. Mm-hmm. They they quickly go. They represent all races, and yeah. women get a strong point of view in this. And I was like, that's the difference you're seeing right now. Like, yeah. you know, and it's 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 just the whole. I don't know. I don't. I'm not smart enough to know what to do with all of it, other than. It's interesting to see that they notice all of it. I think what you're doing is great. So you're having the conversation. Yeah. There's a lot yeah. of folks that are afraid to have the conversation. Yeah, um, there absolutely are. Well, yeah. and they're having those conversations at school, regardless yeah. you know, of me. And I think so that's it's, that's it's, the that's the challenging, yeah. fun part. I think that's the responsibility as a parent to like, how do I shape and like just foster this? I'm not going to tell you like what's right and what's wrong. I want you to feel it in your heart and like you'll know, right? Yeah. And then we, and then we can kind of move over there. But I, I love the fact that these films and this is an action comedy that's like having us talk about it like this, right? Because it feels like something we haven't seen in a very very long time. So I'm I'm right. I'm very grateful for. It. I've got no problem saying this is the best action comedy of the decade. So yeah. oh no, I I agree. It was so good and it was funny. I laughed so many so times. Much. Of course, and it's of I the cried. decade. The decade just started, Colby. Exactly. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, in '95, what? And I don't. I'm asking because I really don't know. Uh, was it uncommon to see two black? stars of a film in 95 i don't know i don't remember yes in this type of movie yes especially in a a, a leads two leads Mm -hmm. that are cops and in in this type of movie absolutely now and here's where i'm I'm gonna ask i would say no but i want to ask if if you is it uncommon now still yes or is it okay that's where i I lost everything but it's good now right it's not good now is it in black in black (laughs) culture there's this thing called like you know um who's next or taking turns right you typically don't have multiple stars sharing that you know Mm. it's it's like okay like i'm on you're on i'm on so a couple years ago we had kevin hart and ice cube in the ride-along series right it's something that's very unique it doesn't happen often right um and obviously it doesn't it it didn't have that lasting power it was like in the moment and then it's there um but like these stars have their turn the spotlight and go away eddie murphy had his turn will smith had his turn martin had his turn it's rare to get them ever together i mean you know denzel Right. Never played opposite against another black. Like it just, it never happened. You know, Samuel L. Jackson wow. never played opposite another, you know, black. And, and, and like when they were leading the films, I mean, you know, you, I would have, he was, it was thinking about this in regards to like the buddy cops, but I don't really consider the negotiator a buddy cop with him and Kevin Spacey, but I love their dynamic, right? Mm, um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. it is a like, you do take turns. Huh. That's so sad. Yeah. I mean, you, you, there's a lot of times where you think like, man, I think we've come a long way and we have. But we have. We just still have so much ways. more yeah. to do. There's so much. Yeah. Man, so good. So this is so rich, man. So good. <laughs> any, Cinema any, guys just got real tonight. <laughs> <laughs> any, anything more you want to say on Bad Boys for Life before we... Move on. The last, th- the only last thing I want to say is I love the Michael Bay cameo. I felt it like cute. it was uh he came on to kind of like on. who was he in the, the film? torch on to uh, the next people. He was the wedding was announcer. He? Yeah, he was like the wedding yeah. announcer guy. I'd say I don't care for my. It was day, super I'm quick. And, I mean, for it was. Those, it was. For, for some of those folks that are there, like, oh, why did Michael Bay have to be this? Because he's a producer on the film, guys. Yeah, right? exactly. Like, <laughs> you know, he let him come in there. Let him just, you know, for what it is, Michael Bay. 
Like whether you hate his films or you love his films, he's still a staple of like you can't yeah. tell the story of Hollywood without Michael Bay. We got to yeah, give him that credit. He did some cool things. He really did in the right time, and he does. Yeah. He goes for it, right? right. And he, oh, yeah. he loves the way that he makes films. So you know, you know what? Great little cameo was something quick. Great little cameo from uh, from DJ Khaled that was really really fun. Um, I I love all the stuff with the witch. I mean, just Marcus's lines with you. The witch, the witch without a condom. Yes. <laughs> that was good. That, that was line good one, is yeah. not supposed to work, but the delivery was ace. This film is yeah. fun. It's got room to be able to grow. Um, I, I, I want to see Vanessa Hudgens leave the Netflix holiday stuff and let's just. I want you as an action star, Vanessa Hudgens. She should be the new Zoe Saldana, right? Mm. Um, I like the kid uh, uh, Alexander oh, Ludwig from yeah, Race for I Rich love Mountain. The idea that there could be a new one with just Will Smith and his son. Like, I mean, I that like, little that yeah. little tag. I mean, it almost seemed like like a, like an entry point in like Suicide Squad. We're gonna have you work off your years. I'm like, all right, I, I can I can ride with this. You yeah, know? you know, the only Spin thing they gotta off. do is get the title right. And because this wasn't the fourth film, it would have made sense to be Bad Boys numero four, yeah. like number four. But you gotta do it. So <laughs> I'm thinking for the next one, Bad Boys number four, Life two. Oh, nice. Oh. <laughs> it worked. Um, yeah. But yeah, go out and watch it. Great movie. Uh, you you won't be let. It's made over a hundred million dollars. Please watch it. Watching the yeah. biggest format it, possible. It's 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 a fun action movie. Like you love this series, you're gonna love this movie regardless. All right, before we move into at home recommendations, I want to say come out to the Esquire Theater here in Cincinnati. We have a screening on February 22nd. We are going to be hosting a screening of Color Out of Space. It is a Nicholas Cage crazy nick cage movie that i am excited to i have not seen it so i'm excited to host the screening and see this this crazy lovecraft movie <laughs> that's super dope i can't find it but i've heard i've heard some good things about it nice all right let's uh do some at-home recommendations so i know uh justin you always watch a lot Colby, you watch a uh, <laughs> watch a lot hey, at home. Lately, I haven't been sleeping, so I watch a whole lot. Hey, same thing. I've, I've, this year's been different. I've 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 watched more stuff at home uh, this year than I did last year. I just uh, I just finished, I finally I started uh, that Dracula series on Netflix. Okay. Oh, I've been wanting to look at that. Is it good? It is good to me. Uh, <laughs> like hold on is it good like the witcher is good like i kept watching it's, it, it is, i don't know it is why very different like one i'm a sucker for vampire anything right me, me like, too so i like, love vampires I, I i find them to be fascinating i'm i've been working on a script like of like how vampires like were like um derived from nephilim and they descended from heaven it's right right, right. i love yeah, yeah, playing yeah. with the entire lore and Ooh, my favorite play with lore of mm-hmm. vampires is Dracula 2000 when they made him uh, yes. Judas. I'm yes. like, that's the best ever. So this is the thing. This reminds me a lot of Dracula 2000 mixed <laughs> yeah, with yeah. this BBC version, but still mm. mixed very much with the Bram Stoker's Dracula. Right. Is, I need to watch it. it. Is, I've been, it I is, keep seeing it. Right. I need to watch it. It is good. I, I recommend it. Okay. Man, that's a good recommendation. I need to do it. <laughs> Well, out of um, your 100 so things you watch, Justin. I'm just going to do one. I'm just going to do one. I'm okay. actually scratching the second one. I'm just doing one. I ran, I ran out of things new to watch. I actually should have watched uh, Dracula. Uh, but I went to HBO's The Outsiders. There's been three episodes. Okay. It's with uh, what's-his-face from Rogue One. Mendelssohn. Ben Mendelssohn? Yes. 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 
And I didn't care to watch it because it's really dark. And I was like, maybe I need some happy in my life. <laughs> but it's so good. And it's very Stephen King-ish because it's a Stephen King thing. And I'm like, this is going to be so good. And I know it's going to end so stupid. But <laughs> because that's Stephen King. But the first three episodes are – and Jason Bateman's in it. It is – Really good and really shot. dark. Right. It's it's actually worth watching. It's it's a good one. And it's on HBO, right? HBO, oh, okay. yeah. All right, that and Watchmen. The, out, the Outsiders. The Watchmen is an absolute first. Yes. yes. Do Watch, that before Watchmen, you watch Watchmen, Watchmen is anything excellent. else. Watchmen yes. is excellent. Mine, this is a, I watched a movie this past week that I did not get a chance to see in the theater. It just dropped on Disney Plus this past week. It's The Aladdin with Will Smith. No, I loved it. I, like, love it. I haven't been a big fan of these live action remakes, but this one just no, it worked. Good. Will Smith was a great genie. I yeah. didn't quite like Jafar, the, who, the guy who was Jafar, yeah. but everything else was just But they, great. they kept to um, the good like ethnic actors, yeah. which mm-hmm. I thought was yeah, cool. Yeah. And I thought Will Smith was I, I loved what they did with the extra element to the genie. I thought it was cool. I originally was worried because, you know, Robin Williams. We grew up with Robin Williams' genie. Right. So you had to get somebody who's so far away from Robin yeah, Williams that he, we can Yeah, and he made the genie that. his own. He, like, this is Will Smith's genie. This is yeah. him trying to be Robin Williams. It, yeah. It's it's all him. And Which reminds me, I have I one more question for you guys. And I haven't seen it, but have you guys seen Gemini Man? What yeah. happened with that? Thing? I is just it good? watched it. Is it worth last watching? night actually? And it's not that good. It's, it's not, not good. Did you, uh, Colby? It, it, I, so I, I watched it in its intended form. Well, not its intended format. The intended format, unfortunately, is not available in the United States. I watched what this. What is the intended format? You watched the high frame rate HD. Yeah, I watched it. it I watched it in four K. 1082 something i was like a step below it does matter a lot in the way like how it was supposed to be shot but there's one the script is not great it's been sitting on the shelf for like 20 years it's very conventional um it's something we've seen before Mm -hmm. the technique of shooting it that way is unique it's it's just we're not there yet um we haven't been taught so i don't understand i don't i'm not technical enough to know what the technique is so do you remember the first time you got you got like an hdt like an hd tv and you got that motion blur yeah, and you're like, what is this? Yeah, so it does yeah. that, but times ten. Mm. So it looks like it, it, it it's you you can't interpret it like that that motion. You know, it's really yeah. odd. And then also the CG, it's good in some moments. It is rough in yeah. others, like yeah. real rough. So this could be me being old, but I mean, I go to the Irishman and Gemini <laughs> Man. I don't care to see. You de-age an actor. Get a new actor. Yeah. I think we, we, we're, we're adult enough to know in our brains, oh, it's not the same person, but it's the younger version. I yeah. don't think we need this, yeah. let's CGI a person down to younger. I just think we can, we are, we are, like how we we are evolved enough in our brains to make the connection. I see what you're doing. I can go with it. Like. <laughs> Exactly. Find some good – find a young Robert – a guy who could be a young Robert De Niro. Find a guy who could be a young Will Smith. I just – I don't care for the de-aging thing. I, I think it's dumb. But I also know that I'm getting older now and I, <laughs> you know, can be a curmudgeon. So. Well, I want to say, Colby, thank you for coming on The Cinema Guys with us. Yeah, so good. I hope our Let relationship continues. Let us know continues. where can we find Colby Mack online. 
Yes, besides you guys, IMDb. Thank besides you. IMDb. <laughs> Yo, thank you guys so much. This was a hell of a good time. I hope I be. I hope I can be able to come back and do it again if Ashley gives me permission. So that would be really, really. That's great. a good way to get on her good side. Uh, but no, you guys are awesome. I it's it, it is absolute pleasure being a fan of a podcast and getting a chance to be able to share this time just talking about what we love and movies. But um, if you want to continue to you know get at my you know get at your boy, um, you can follow me on. Twitter and Instagram at Kobe told me. And if you're still into Facebook, I am there at Kobe Mac. And when they ask you where you heard it from, you can tell them Kobe told me. Oh, I love nice. it. Thank you. The Cinemaiden will be back in a couple weeks. We are, I think we're planning to do Parasite, which nice. we have not seen yet. Oh, I'm going to hopefully see it this week, but Parasite will be next. We figure ward season. Let's uh, mm-hmm. in Korean film. Why not? I want to thank you again, Colby. And until next time, maybe we will see you at the movies. Sorry, my wife just scared, scared me. I was like, this is she, she, she scared me. I was, I was like, like ah. <laughs> Mrs. Colby, not Ashley. Not Ashley. She's like, Ashley, what has Korea, Korea done to you? <laughs>